It's week 24 here at the Catching Up Podcast with Connor and Nick. And first, we're starting off with talking about some of our biggest accomplishments of summer as September has begun. We play a little game of buy or sell talking about one app called Wowzer. It's a dating app for dog owners. And the other one is called Crew, which is using blockchain and cryptocurrency to reward your audience and communities. And lastly, we give some predictions about consumer trends that we're seeing and what we think is going to be the next big thing. Thank you for joining us here on the Catching Up Podcast. It is episode 24. Please enjoy the show. Yo, good morning, Nick. It is week 24 of the Catching Up Podcast, and how are you doing on this Friday morning? I'm good. Doing well. How are you? Uh, I am fantastic. Things are going super well. Uh, We had a bye week last week, uh, but I'm excited to get into the topics this week. Uh, But before we do that, since the show is catching up, what have you been up to the last two weeks? Well, you know, like we went through, had a Labor Day and I actually just stayed in town. But, um, you know, August is traditionally a, it's just, you know, it's a month, you know, it's a slow month and you just, you know, if you're trying to drive business, you just get through it and do a lot of internal things. Um, but, uh, just kind of enjoyed a little bit more of the slow time and, you know, uh, the last part of August and then, man, this week is just back into it and ton of meetings and a lot more phone calls and people responding to emails. So it's like a packed, very packed schedule. You're probably in the same situation, but, uh, yeah, man, just kind of, getting back to it and driving through the fall nice yeah that's a it, it's crazy once september comes around how there, there is that lull in business a little bit um and then it just transitions it picks right back up and you really have to get back on the horse uh because everyone else does um yeah. but you know since since we're talking about the summer that's probably a good transition to start with the first topic uh from founders live here and the topic that was posted, well, what was your biggest accomplishment of the summer? So coming off of that August month, Nick, uh, what was the biggest accomplishment that you had this summer? Yeah, I have mentioned this in the past, past episodes, but, uh, you know, we, we, and it was like kind of late, late spring, we were introduced to a company over in Africa uh, called uh, Liquid Telecom. And they're a, they're a internet service provider and technology enterprise technology provider over on the continent of Africa. And so we closed an, a deal with them over the summer. Um, really, it's a, an agreement that they have become our first corporate partner. And uh, within that agreement is really just to help us get established and, you know, open new cities. Um, and they've already been doing that um, specifically. We, you know, I, so I, I, I don't know if you saw this, I kind of pushed it out on LinkedIn, but we, one of our first cities to launch within this agreement is Herrera, Zimbabwe. And so they will launch a Founders Live event in late October. They've already got it, you know, uh, in motion. Um, they're starting to promote it. And so, you know, this whole, like, uh, this whole deal with Liquid Telecom, and then they're basically lining us up with all these cities across the continent it it was a big deal so that that's pretty much uh in my opinion the biggest thing that founders live accomplished this summer yeah that's fantastic so do you are, 
are you planning to go visit uh, Zimbabwe or somewhere else in Africa anytime soon? I, I'm planning to visit. I don't know if it's anytime soon. Um, I, you know, looking at that's it's not just jumping on a plane down to San Francisco. So, you know, the, the trip is going to be a trip. And uh, my my goal is that we have a number of cities in, in, you know, Founders Live events up and running and spreading around the country or around the continent uh, in many countries. And so my goal is to actually make that trip most likely next summer when we have, you know, I would like to go for a month, if not more, and visit a number of countries, uh, meet the people, and uh, maybe at that time even take like a, a video uh, crew to capture it and whatnot. Uh, but it's a trip that I would like to make when we have a lot lot more presence on the continent versus just like two, two countries. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I'll do it, man. Nice. That's going to be awesome. When, when, the yeah. moment, when the moment happens. I'm just excited to see them launch. That's, gonna, that's so cool. I know. It's what an cool. accomplishment. Um, tell, tell me your uh, biggest accomplishment this summer. Well, first, I'm just grateful, like, as always, just to, like, be in business, right? And be, mm-hmm. like, running, running my own show. And I, I was walking downtown yesterday, and I, I spent time in Pike Place Market. I went up to the Columbia Tower Club. Uh, just for a bunch of meetings. Um, I got given free food yesterday, which I can't complain about. And I just reminded myself like, uh, hey, like what a time to be alive. It's so amazing that I get to do this job that I'm doing and, and how much opportunity really an Instagram account has created for me. Right. Um, and so I'm just grateful to be getting to do it. But um, kind of just laying with, with the World Cup month, and August being a slow month, like I'm really impressed with September. Like September is going to be my biggest month ever. Um, kind of almost mm-hmm. by almost by double from what I've done any other month in revenue. Nice. Um, and so I'm really excited about that too. Um, August I signed a uh, multiple uh, big clients, and so uh, there's a lot more work happening this month. But that also comes with. Uh, some extra money, which is really, really cool. And so that's awesome, Dave. Yeah, I'm just excited to. Uh, I mean, I, I I got a lot of work I got to get done today and tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, on to the next topic. I uh, my two topics for t- this show um, are about two startups that I learned about this week. And so I kind of uh, I know I sent you some links, but I just want to know like what are your thoughts? Are, are is this like a buy or sell? Is it something that's interested to you? So the first app is called wowzer and it's a community here that's getting started for dog owners but more or less it's a dating app for dog owners and dog lovers so the matching process kind of revolves all around the dog because they found out that if you're single and you have an animal uh, it obviously it's not having a baby but it has the same effect that the animal is kind of the number one piece of attention within the household and when a new person comes into that relationship there's always a battle there so they kind of think that these connections can be made around people who like dogs and that can kind of facilitate the relationship instead of being a hindrance uh do you think this is something that could have potential man it it's i'm gonna have to say so um from the standpoint of i mean if you're looking at like investing in it or you know um the strategic positioning of it um you know because i'm split on this I'll, I'll get to the positive side in a second but it it just feels like it's too it's too like you know let's 
take a dating app and throw a little twist on it that I don't see the major competitive advantage. And um, I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure that actually like, you know, dating for dog lovers, does that mean like the only commonality is we like dogs. And so we should meet on this app. You know, I, I just don't see that there's a massive potential for two people to come together and actually have a successful relationship simply because of that. Um, and then just from, you know, what, anyway, like I, I could go on, but this, the, the positive side is it's interesting and it's, um, it's something that, you know, um, I do find it really interesting that this is the first dating app that's come up, hit my radar in probably six months and the, the previous two years or three years was so many different swipe this swipe that we're like tinder but for blah 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 and this is interesting that i'm like oh okay you know another take on um dating so i just think it is it, there's some in, it's interesting um it you know as a someone that does enjoy pets and all that like i think that it's you know cute but i would sell all right um yeah this, this came on my radar because i actually have two clients that are dog related one is a dog bar and another one is like a dog home cleaning service and so um i i got a referral from a friend who saw i was working on a a dog related flyer and they're like hey you should check out this new app and they haven't launched yet and yeah I'm, i'm especially now i'm always very skeptical of apps um just with my limited experience working on developing apps, launching apps, marketing apps, it's just overpriced. Um, It's so Mm -hmm. expensive to get people to download and use this thing. And so when I met with them, though, I was very impressed by their leadership, um, their experience. They have a lot of experience in PR and marketing. So I'm hoping that helps. Um, The success of this is going to come down to the community right can they organize events and physical spaces to get people with dogs to come together and mingle right Mm -hmm. and and so there are so many dog related groups and dogs are a very common uh piece of the social circle i know a lot of people meet each other just in general at dog parks or out walking because their dogs introduce each other and so i know that there is the community for this it being an app is the the part that worries me the most because that's just an expensive game but if they do build a strong community of dog owners there's lots of potential for this to be more than just a dating app well and that, um, that's that's exactly where i was gonna go which is you know my experience now building a brand and an experience and a, a a community is like there's got you got to get deeper than than you know getting people to yeah. use an app which I've totally experienced. And um, you got to get deeper than, I mean, one of my big problems about dating apps is, dude, if you're successful, you just lost a user. And that, yeah. that's like, that's the worst, like the way that it's actually set up is, that's why Tinder, quite frankly, or even the other ones that they, they really wanted you to find people, hook up with people that you were attracted to to have sex with, but not to like marry <laughs> because that essentially you just lost a user if you connect with someone you you connect two people that then go and stay together they're not going to use the app anymore so that um, is a great point 
Totally. So for Wowzer, I think it's a dog community versus dating for dog lovers. Uh, you know, and if, if they end up listening to this, uh, you know, hopefully you take that as at least a thought process of how can we take this further than just connect people in terms of dating that love dogs. So, yeah, that's I, my- I, I agree. If you're just connecting people, then that's great. And so the, the other app, this is kind of on a whole different scale, um, but it's uh, in a completely remote team that I got introduced to. But the app, or not, not the app, but the company and the service is called Crew. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's crew.io. And how, it is, how it's working is they are using the concepts of blockchain and cryptocurrency, specifically Ethereum, to integrate that into brands. So if I were to put it into an example, Nick, like you have Founders Live. Imagine if you could have a founder, we call it founder coin, right? And you could just like TaskRabbit assign tasks to users, you know, anybody within your community to get things done for you that contribute to the company. And then they get paid with the cryptocurrency. So that could be Founders Coin, it could be Ethereum, it could be Bitcoin, whatever it is. Um, But they kind of create a blockchain for you and your brand to reward your customers. Um, And so anyone who has a big community and has extra work to do, right? If you need someone to tweet for you or to produce videos, you can use blockchain to uh, assign those tasks, check those tasks, and then pay people out with cryptocurrency. Um, What do you think about an idea like this? Like, is this something that you think has a future? And have you, how have you thought about utilizing your community to take care of some of these tasks that need to be done yeah that's a really good question and uh i i i'm now this is the buy i'm gonna buy this one um i think it's actually a, a really great concept and i think it's a really interesting understanding you know at some point there there has to be some motivation motivation or incentive for people to do uh, tasks or activities or whatnot um so on the surface, I'm going to say this is, this is very interesting. I, I would go with a buy perspective. Um, but my questions would fall under, number one, you know, understanding like most blockchains are kind of not owned by anyone, but yet at some point a company or an organization has to create the technology and push, for, push it. So, you know, my questions would be one for crew, what's in it for them? What's their model and how are they making money? If, if we use this to incentivize our community, are they making money from it? And so in the end, do they actually own it? So in the further end, am I or is Founders Live at risk at some point because we don't actually, we didn't create this and push it through our community. We're actually leveraging a third party that could not be around in one to two years or five years. So, um, you know, the risk, kind of looking at the risk case of, I like the concept. Is there a way that I think the you know best scenario is we build this and deploy it through it ourselves? Um, but you know, are they offering this to many different platforms and communities? And in the end, is that their business model? Is to you know um, you know what is the business model would be my question. Um, but I think this is pointing to the future of how communities around the world whether it's a founders live type of community or a reddit or others will actually 
function and 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 actually progress and grow i think that that's the future what do you think yeah i uh, i agree with a lot with what you're saying and i when i first heard about it uh and, and got introduced to the team there i was super intrigued by it uh because i'm i'm doing the same thing trying to build a community here and i have a lot of social media tasks i'm trying to take care of and it's like oh it would be really cool if i could have a platform that didn't pay out in cash right that and and had and utilize blockchain to uh kind of automate the process right like the big advantages that are going to come out with blockchain are that technology can can check the work Mm -hmm. right now it's a very basic level it's it's a did this person tweet yes did they mention this word yes then like great pay them um, and that stuff gets automated. It, it, it gets down kind of nitty gritty. Can they say like, you know, did they do something more detailed in the work? I'm sorry, I'm blanking on an example. Uh, but the hardest part where they're going to be stuck is the payout is going to be in crypto. And so the audience, right, if, if you wanted to have Founders Live and, and members contribute to these tasks, they have to already be comfortable with getting paid in a cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. right? And, and doing the legal financial uh, obligations that come with that around tax season. And so that is where they're going to struggle the most. They're really going to have to galvanize the existing community. And this, this company came out of another company um, that maybe we talk about next week called Giveth. And Giveth is trying to really modernize blockchain technology and get these companies uh, working with it. And Crew was started because there's all these grants, there's all these investors who have cryptocurrency out there. And now companies are, or investors are actually making investments in companies 100% with cryptocurrency. And then that company needs to spend all their expenses with crypto. So they're paying their employees through it. They're buying services through it. Um, you know, all of the physical, tangible things they need from computers to Wi-Fi to housing, offices, whatever it is, everything operates with the currency. Um, and so you, they're really going to just have to get people to embrace that. But I just love the concept of using micropayments to uh, give a benefit to your community, because I think if you're building a strong brand with a strong community and you have members that will do work for you and contribute, whether it's something like editing a photo or tweeting out for you and you can reward them. I think that's extremely, extremely powerful and has a lot of upside uh, here in the future. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And the challenge right now is you just mentioned it with, um, you know, you know, crypto and, you know, whether it's Bitcoin or Ethereum or others still hasn't been fully accepted both legally as well as the general public and so you know when when does that change and i think that's where these concepts really do transform you know global um, platforms and communities and commerce when it kind of flips to the other side we're not there yet when does that happen is a huge question how do people like account for it how do they pay taxes all this stuff and and that that's a challenge but you know, um, these things are leading, they're, they're leading indicators of where things are going to be in five to 10 years. Yeah, certainly. Awesome. So last one real quick, um, 
you know, I was just kind of thinking and we're going into fall and, you know, whether it's back to school or it feels like people just kind of like are mentally back checked in, um, you know, going into the fall into the, you know, even holiday season at some point soon, you know, what consumer trends have you seen lately that you feel like is kind of the next big thing? You know, I know, Connor, you usually are a little more tied into what's happening with social media and whatnot. So anything in that direction, what are you seeing that you think is the next big thing? Uh, I'm actually looking at video games right now. Um, so the, the biggest, and anyone who is 14 to 24 right now, and, and more likely they're male than female, but they are playing Fortnite, right? With all their friends, they're logging on to their Xbox or PlayStation or the computer and they're playing Fortnite, right? And Battle Royale style uh, of gaming is the new hot thing. And what is so interesting about Fortnite is that it's free. So for- Fortnite is free, but they are making millions of dollars a week because all of the upgrades and the dance moves that you can buy and the weapons and everything. And so people are spending a ton of money because the game was free. And I think people are more likely to spend a couple dollars because they did get the game for free. And so I really think that this is going to be a change long-term in gaming because this is the first real like free big time game to come out that had mass appeal. And so uh, it's either later this month or next month, the new Call of Duty game comes out. And I'm curious to see what kind of hit Call of Duty takes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was some of the worst sales they've ever had because there's this free option out there that everyone's playing that has everyone's attention. So I'm curious to see if uh, the gaming revolution is going to go more to this freemium model. Yeah, that's, it, it's going to be an interesting fall for for these games. And you're right, like, dude, Fortnite just, you know, they, they figured, they really figured it out. And, you know, I remember years, you know, a couple of years ago, like, poke, you know, the whole Pokemon Go thing, we talked about it. And, it, like, they, those guys, that thing came out with such fire, but it shot up and then it shot down. And that was very trendy and weird. It was just interesting, right? And you, you were all over it for a while. And, um but what's so interesting about Fortnite is there seems to be staying power or at least some sort of it's way more um, wholesome in the offering. And as you know, the, the gener- that younger generation is really in, into it and it feels like it's not a here and gone as quick. So I, I just want to point out those kind of different experiences um, real quick. I'll just mention. Man, this, this is kind of something that I, I've just been um, spending a lot more time thinking about and looking at how, you know, from our company standpoint, how we really nail it. But um, the live stream experience, this kind of goes into what you're talking about with the gaming, um, the whole like, you know, from Twitch to actually there's a new one. It's called Caffeine. Have you heard about it? No, I haven't. So Fox literally just I just announced it. They invested $100 million dollars into this platform it's called caffeine so it's is a social broadcasting platform for gaming entertainment and creative arts and it's basically let's just call it it's similar to twitch um but you know i i mean fox investing a hundred million dollars into this thing and it's now hitting you know the, the market and and growing pretty quickly um i feel like the it's you know really hasn't happened yet but this 
you know, we're seeing it with like gaming and whatnot, but even, you know, from Founders Live, what we're really looking is how do we, how do we really make this live stream experience whole, like, like incredible and awesome. And um, how do we do that from events all around the world and stream it through a platform that is um, a major player in the world. And so my, my mind is around this and looking at this, but just looking at like, like, I do think that this is a, definitely a trend that's starting to really hit some steam um, from, you know, gaming to then, you know, making a quote live stream experience, watching it online, uh, rich and, and, and enjoyable versus like, you know, using Facebook live or even Twitter, like, like the quality is just not there. So, um, you know, how do you do that appropriately? And how do you do that in, you know, getting millions of people to watch is, is a challenge, but I, I see these sort of platforms as kind of the next, I'm really interested in where this like live stream, whether it's a gaming or in real life type of experience goes. Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting move for Fox to make this kind of investment. I mean, very uh, future forward to be investing in esports and video games, sports and live entertainment, uh, and be streaming it online. That's uh, very, very interesting. And mm -hmm. yeah, that, I mean, that's really, I'm looking at it right now, and it's like, wow. I mean, after Disney bought Fox for $71 billion, uh, $100 million is a drop in the bucket compared to that kind of money totally and so um and i'm sure it's going to need more money but yeah if it can gather the attention i mean the big thing esports is a monster it is just it's going to be one of the biggest things i mean whatever the super bowl of esports ends up being it is going to give the super bowl a run for its money yeah. because of its international appeal i mean it's it'll be the world cup um and so it's, I, I don't know who's going to win those rights, and maybe that'll get passed around between a lot of companies, uh, but there's so much opportunity here. So it's actually impressive that they are uh, taking this stance to invest in something new. That's Yeah, that's great. Well, um, well that concludes – oh, do you got something else? No, man, I was going to say thank, thanks for the – it was great to catch up and good to hear from you, man. Yeah, like always, uh, what do you got going on this weekend, or do you have any final parting words for our audience? Um. Hey, you know, just enjoy, enjoy the weekend. And if you're a sports fan, you know, you know, NFL and college football are back. So enjoy. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Nick. And uh, enjoy the upcoming weekend. Yeah, lots of sports going on this weekend. USA uh, plays Brazil tonight in soccer Ooh, in a friendly. Nice. Um, and I know we play Mexico early next week. Um, so that is big time on my radar. But Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you very much for everyone listening to the show, and we will talk to you soon. Peace.